Welcome to the Two Coach Bennett's Talking Podcast. I'm Coach Tammy Bennett. And I'm Coach Chris Bennett. This is where we talk about anything we want. Yeah, anything we want. Like movies or music. Running, not running. Life and what gets us excited. Fantasy and sci-fi books. No, we're not talking about that. All right, well, we'll talk about everything but fantasy and sci-fi books. So sit back or keep moving because it's time to start talking. Welcome to episode 10 of Two Coach Bennett's Talking, where we give you tips for when you're sick. I also try to talk about trains before Tammy cuts me off. We've got our petty grievances. We've got our floating fancies or fancies that float us. And we've got a mailbag. So let's get right into it. Hey, Coach. Coach Bennett, it is such a pleasure to be with you tonight. And just to the listeners know, it's evening time while we're doing this. Yeah, because we are we put off recording this until 9 p.m. Yeah, actually, 9, uh, 10 p.m. So even later. Yeah, that's okay. You know, it's going to be cool, though. In less than two hours and 50 minutes, it's going to be uploaded and live for everyone to enjoy because that's how efficient we are. Yeah, we're gamers like that. Mm, big time. How are you? What's tell me something new? Tell me something new. Um, not much new since I mean we've been hanging out all day. Yeah, and like for twenty years. Yeah. Well, why don't we tell the listeners something new about us? Like, where were we this weekend? You were there for part of it. I was there for all of it. Go ahead. One, two, three. Boom. USATF. Nationals. So the national championships for the United States track and field. Uh, so the top three competitors in each event get to go compete for us at Worlds. Which are in much. Budapest, Hungary this year. Yeah. In August. And it was at Hayward Field in Eugene, Oregon, on the campus of the University of Oregon. It seems like we're there quite a bit because we are actually there quite a bit. Yep. <laughs> And it was a great time. Let's talk about it a little bit. I, I showed up on Friday. I took the Amtrak to Eugene. That's kind of my favorite thing now. This is the second time taking the Amtrak to Eugene. It's a two and a half hour train ride. I'm very romantic about train rides. I think they're fantastic and you don't have to be as focused as on a drive. It's kind of like when we lived in Jersey or when we go back and visit Jersey, we basically always take the train into New York City because I think it's a much more pleasurable experience. Yep. You don't want to talk trains? Well, I was under the assumption that they were, we were going to do a really quick in and out podcast. And this is not shaping up to be that. Well, I mean, we're just with the, the first five minutes of the first five minutes. So he says. Okay. So we'll save. We'll park trains in a parking lot for trains. We'll get back to that. We were at U.S. Nationals. It was a really good time. Are we also going to park that for another time, which we can? You said beforehand that we were, that we were just going in here precision-like to talk about our meat and taters and getting out because you're the one going to be editing this. I'm just going to remind you, and it's 9-something p.m., but here I go looking like the party pooper, the fun killer, the night ruiner. (laughs) Wait. All right. We'll have an agreement here. You're 100% right on everything. But at least give a little background on the Night Ruiner t-shirt that we've been threatening to make in this family for the last seven or eight years. And then we can move on to the meat and taters. 
Yeah, it's a shirt that I, I mean, you just said it, that I've been threatening to make. And whoever ruins the night has to wear the shirt. And this includes our children. Um, yeah. And I think it's no longer a threat. This is a promise. I am going to make it. I know what color it is. I sort of know the font. And yeah, we're going to get it printed. Night ruiner. And we're going to give it to whoever ruins the atmosphere of the night. And they have to wear it with shame. But in yeah, a funny I, way, guys, don't come after us for like shaming people. Stop it. Yeah, it is. And it comes from, you know, dinners where maybe somebody's got a suddenly a horrendous attitude or it uh, mostly came from like bad jokes. It didn't come from really bad behavior so much because I don't think I, I think <laughs> that is kind of too shamey. I think it's more like someone will tell a really bad joke or somebody will like pass gas and clear the room. And we're like night ruiner ruin the night. I was trying to get as much distance away from bad jokes ruining the night as possible because I was trying to get as much distance from me having the shirt quite a bit. Mm-hmm. The passing gas part, I'm going to say just right off the bat, it's almost never me. So I'm just going to say <laughs> that. Okay. Okay. Bad jokes. I'm not going to lie to you. Occasionally, I've been known to maybe ruin a night with a bad joke. For sure. Okay. So... This episode, though, since we're going to go straight into the meat and taters, like I had said we were going to, which is, this is pretty close to straight into meat and taters for us. This is going to be about giving you, the listeners, some sick tips or, phrasing it a slightly different way, sick tips. But not tips on how to get sick, because that wouldn't no. be any fun. That'd be terrible. No, but this is inspired by Tammy. <laughs> so let's let's talk a little bit about some background as to why this episode is going to be sick tips or sick tips. I imagine like a skater kid like wheeling by us and be like sick tips. Yeah, unless he heard you refer to him as wheeling by. I don't think <laughs> he's going to actually think we're going to give What sick is it rolling tips. by? Skating, skating. By? He's just skating by. I mean, wheeling by. What's up, <laughs> Grandma? Why don't you put down the yarn for a minute? Don't hate on the knitters. I'm not hating on the knitters. I'm just saying, put the yarn down for a second and acknowledge the skater with some respect. Wheeling by. Jeez. Anyway, why are we talking about sick tips? And what do we mean by sick tips? Because again, this is this is in honor of you. Yeah, I mean, I think our listeners, if they are loyal, they know that last time we recorded, I was sick. (laughs) And can you tell I'm still a little bit sick? (laughs) Let's leave that in because that's cool. Um, So, yeah, I was sick and no fun for the past whatever it's been now, seven or eight. 20 years. I mean, seven (laughs) or eight years. Sorry. We're talking about the physical sickness, (laughs) not the the mental. Yeah. So. Yeah. And it was just no fun. And I was just trying to survive. And so we're going to give you tips on how to deal with being sick because it's going to happen. Well, it does happen to all of us at some point. Yes, absolutely. So we're going to give our best tips. Now, we'll start here with the inevitable waiver. We're not doctors. So if you're sick and you need to see a doctor, go see a doctor. We're going to talk about all the other just low key JV normal human ways of dealing with sickness, our best tips, and just some things that you want to not do alongside some of the things we think you should do. Okay, so 
Tam, I'm going to put you on the spot. What's your first? Now, do you want it to be a sick tip or a sick tip? Which one do you want it to be? I think we'll, I'll start with a sick tip. Okay. What's your first sick tip? Drink a lot of water. Yes. Drink so much water. And this is coming from a water hater. I'm, I'm mm. a wannabe, wanna, wait, I'm a wannabe water lover. Mm. But let's be honest, I don't love drinking water, but I drank so much water and I really do think that helped me a lot. Yeah, that's a that's actually I would say that's a sick tip because that's a great tip. And and what happens is if on a normal day you're not a water lover, but I would say most people when they're sick are like you on a normal day. They're not in the mood to drink water. When you don't feel good, you don't want to drink water. But here are a couple reasons why you should drink water. One, your body's battling something that takes energy. Energy takes fluids because your body needs fluids to work. So you are actually actively doing stuff to fight this sickness. I think too often people think like because they're sick, they're usually on the couch all day long, that they're not doing anything and they're being lazy. What they don't realize is their body internally is rocking and rolling and fighting all day long. Even though you're not out doing a hike or playing tennis or going for a run, you're taking on a massive amount of work. Yeah, that's so true. And I was a mouth breather for a lot of the days because my nose was so <laughs> stuffed up. And I think I read something about like you lose actually a lot more fluid if you're breathing yes. out of your mouth, sort of like a dog. Um, I didn't do the tongue and like gross stuff. But um, mm. yeah. So anyway, I was losing a lot of water because I was mouth breathing. So I intook a lot of water. Yeah. Why don't you give a tip? We'll just let's just bounce back and forth one tip after another. Okay. Um, I would take into this is kind of piggybacking off what we just said. Realize that when you're sick or you're run down, your body is being incredibly active, even if you are not being active physically. So if you're not walking, you're not moving around, if you're spending a lot of time on a couch or sitting down or lying down, your body is still in hyperdrive, working as hard as it can to get healthy. So don't think that the way out of this hole is to dig a deeper hole by being super active. And that can show up in a lot of different ways. People are like, oh, I don't feel good. I feel sick, but I should really go to work. Well, one, no one at work wants you around if you're sick, just to let you know, heads up. Two, if you're trying to be active while you're trying to recover, you're probably going to delay full recovery. So... Do not beat yourself up for being lazy because when you're sick, if you're lying down, sitting down, relaxing, you are at no point being lazy because your body, like I said, is working overtime trying to fight the sickness. So take it easy so your body has enough energy to fight whatever it's going through. Yeah, you sort of bled over into the tip that I was going to do because I thought you were just talking about like physically don't do stuff like mm -hmm. physically don't go to work, physically don't go for a run, yeah. take some days off. And then I was going to add on to that. And then mentally, don't beat yourself up about it. Like, don't be a dick to yourself. Don't be like, oh, I'm so lazy. I'm not getting anything done. I'm going to be so far behind at work because there, there's no peace in that. Um, it actually can add stress to your yes. body which then you're not healing because you're fighting the stress. 
And yep. so just abs, I fully embraced my days of nothingness. I mean, I let's, well, let's be for real. I still saw all my clients. Um, so I would go in, I would have a client meeting and I would come back out and just crash on the couch and take a yeah. nap and go to sleep, set my alarm for the next client. So, um, luckily I get to work where I'm not infecting anybody. Um, yeah. but what was I going to say? Yeah. So just that whole piece of like physically don't, do things, but also then don't turn around and beat yourself up for not doing the things. Fully embrace the nothingness, which actually, like you said, isn't nothingness. It might help. Yeah. It might help to just imagine all those blood cells inside of you working and all the white blood cells fighting off and little battles. And kind of looks like that video game that you play on your uh, phone. Okay. Little, Little teeny guys just like throwing rocks and stuff at the illness. Yeah. That's kind of, I think it's kind of fun if you. Is it? If you picture it going on inside of your body, the illness being thwarted by all your little <laughs> battle guys inside, then you'll Listen, feel actually very productive. I'm fine with all of this, and I love the visual. But again, this is now the second different episode. You've made it sound like I'm sitting around playing this game. I have not looked at this game in six days. Hmm. Okay. All right. Just want that in there. I think we no. need a fact checker. Oh, man. Anyway, your point is absolutely essential. I think maybe I hinted at it, but you brought up a huge point because stress weakens your immune system. Negative stress. Positive stress can strengthen your immune system. Like So going out for a run that you enjoy when you're healthy, that can make you stronger. But a negative stress, like anxiety and and and, and being, like you just said, like super negative, like that can actually weaken your immune system. So if you're beating yourself up about doing exactly what you should be doing, which is resting, you're actually prolonging how long it's going to take to recover. Double whammy. Really stupid. Yeah. So is, I guess it's it back on me. It's back on you. Your turn. Okay. Well, I would say another thing is you have to make sure you're doing the things that keep you alive while you're sick, like drinking water, which is huge. Make sure there's some electrolytes in there as well, okay? And eating and sleeping. So a lot of times, sickness can kind of throw off our schedule and I don't feel like eating. It doesn't matter. You need to eat. I don't feel like drinking anything. It, it Honestly, it doesn't matter what you want. It's what you need to do. And I think what you should actually do is when you're sick, get rid of I want and focus on I need. Think about the actual needs that you have, and that is to be drinking enough fluids, getting enough rest, and eating enough food, even if you don't want to, because those are the things that keep you healthy, and those are the things that when you're not healthy, will get you back to being healthy. Yeah. Love it. Do you have another one? I do. Nice. Because as we talked about, you'll be sitting on the couch probably for quite a Mm -hmm. bit of time. So... Normally, I would say get great books to read. And I did read some, but I was having a lot of like brain fog and just not wanting to pay too much attention. Mm-hmm. So I watched a lot of movies. So yeah, I think I you need to going. have you need to have like a, a I'm sick movie playlist ready to go. Yeah. And you have that. I think it would be great for everyone to know what I already know. What are the movies that over the course of a day will end up on the screen in front of you at some point? And like Tammy said, 
she puts movies on and does not watch the entire thing. Sometimes she falls asleep while she's watching it or ends up not paying attention or flips to another movie. But what are the ones that serve their purpose? Because for a small block of time or a large block of time, they kind of allow you to relax and focus on getting a little bit healthier. So what are what are some of those movies? How many are you willing to throw at us right now? I think two or three. Okay, let's go. What are the three? Every time you're not feeling good, you're on the couch. What ends up on the screen? Well, I'm I'm just going to give you the ones from this past week. Okay. Just because they feel more current and relevant. Uh, one was La La Land, which is a always safe go-to. Yeah. Another was is Persuasion, the 2022 version. Yeah, this is so this good. is pretty this has been the last cuz you've you've been battling some things for a couple of weeks here and Persuasion has shown up quite a bit. So I'm like these are this is the longest movie ever where she's watching this multiple times. Yeah, it's multiple times because my go-to sick movies are also ones that I can have on in the background when I'm working. So these are ones that I love very much, but I don't have to pay attention too much and I don't have to give it so much energy. So another one that's really good right now <laughs> is Abiza. It's so good. What is Abiza? Oh, you know, it's the one where she goes and she has to, oh, she okay. goes to Abiza and she falls in love with a yeah. DJ. Oh my oh, gosh. My I mean, oh. come on. Jeez. First of all, let me just say, Tammy and I get along really, really well. Okay. I will say this though. It bothers me to no end that she has TV on and doesn't pay attention to it. I can't do that. I like, I, I see no reason to have television on if you're not paying attention to it. So she will be doing work and there'll be a movie on. And I say, what are you doing? So I just like having it on in the background. Why? Why would why do you want a movie on in the background? I can get music, but like Abiza being on in the background, I don't I don't understand how that helps anyone. It helps everyone. And oh, here's the <laughs> thing about music. I love music with all my heart. I can't listen to music when I'm doing work because my brain wants to like figure out the lyrics and sing along and doesn't want to do the work. So somehow I can kind of tune out the movie in a good way, though. When I look up and I see the things going on on the screen, I get so happy. But anyway, that's that's my tip. Put on some good movies and let yourself just enjoy them as much as you want. Yeah, I think that's great. I think that's terrific. I mean, I think we gave everyone some good stuff. I'm going to slide in one more here. And that is Lipton Noodle soup now you can also do the extra noodle box too these are boxes this is not a can so it's usually a red box lipton noodle soup it's powder and it's the noodles you add a little bit of water you you, you cook it up nice and hot i don't care what, what kind of sickness you're battling it's fantastic now here's the thing which a lot of people don't realize it's not like an old wives tale or something like that like oh chicken noodle soup is good for you when you're sick and it's really not it is because you get liquids, you get some food in there. It's not many calories, but it's something. But it also has some salt, which is important because you're trying to, you know, make sure that you're replenishing your body. So it's got some sodium in there. It's got liquids in there. And you're actually eating. You're getting yourself in the process of eating and keeping yourself on a schedule. So that was something that my mom would make us every single time we got sick. We got chicken noodle soup from Lipton's it was the best 
And I'm eternally thankful that I don't just equate it with being sick because it's actually delicious and I love it. So even if you're not sick, check it out. It's a little box. It's terrific. And if you really want to go nuts, there's also a box of Lipton onion soup mix you don't use to make onion soup. You put some sour cream with that. And now you've got some sour cream and onion dip for your veggies and your chips. So I just hooked you up big time, whether you're sick or you want to party. There you go. Soup aisle. Find that Lipton noodle soup or that Lipton onion soup mix. I just want it to be known that I don't stand by either of those tips. I don't like either one of those things that comes mm-hmm. from boxes, but I think it's great that you do. And you listener, you go too. try it. Our kids do. So our kids, this is a four to one vote. There are not four kids that like onion dip. There's not four people I didn't, that I didn't like say onion, onion dip. dip. We're, we're focusing on the chicken noodle soup. Okay. It's fine. four to one. Yes, and it is. It's and I'm standing three, strong. It's three to two on the sour cream and onion dip. Mm-hmm. So we win no matter what. Totally. I just want to say, if we're counting votes, we win. And if the dogs were voting, we'd get their votes too. Just saying. All right. So I think we gave some people some sick tips and some sick tips. Yeah. Sick tips. Right. There's that skater guy wheeling by. He wheeled right on by. Oh, yeah. All right. Let's talk about petty grievances. What's bothering you? Why don't you start? You know, I feel like I just yapped with my last tip. Let's start with your petty grievance because your your petty grievance would crack me up. All right. I got one. It is inspired by my honk fest that I did on the road the other day. And my girls just kind of looked at me because I think it's been a while since they've been in a car with me since now they each drive. Okay. I think they forgot that I like to use my horn. Okay. Um, oh, but- honk, honk. I thought you said honk fest. Like you were going to talk about like sexy guys or something like that. Oh, no. But that could be another podcast episode. Yeah. Maybe that one you can say for show up society. <laughs> honk. honk. See, I'm still a little fest. sick. Honk yeah. fast. Honk the okay. horn. Beep, okay. beep. <laughs> so this is my petty grievance. If you are going to turn, then get your whole car into the turn lane, please, because that's what it's there for. So please don't just put half of your wheels in the turn lane and the other mm-hmm. half in the lane that I'm in trying to drive somewhere. Get your whole effing car into mm-hmm. the turn lane and get out of my way. That's so leave, it. leave that big booty out of my lane right mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. yeah because you don't want to tap that no right okay i get it all right that's okay. that's a good one okay nice and simple yeah mine's gonna have to do with popcorn okay Uh-oh. so i went to a movie um a little over a week ago with jack and the popcorn at the movie theater was okay. There was an okay amount of butter. There was hardly any salt on it at all. So we had to get those little, little teeny packets and really just hammer it with salt. That's number one. At Hayward Field, if you order popcorn there, the popcorn at Hayward Field has so much salt that you're basically drinking water for the next two days trying to make up for the fact that you had a couple handfuls of their popcorn. So my petty grievance is it's not that hard to find an adequate amount of salt for popcorn. Don't put too little on. Don't put too much. Just sprinkle a decent amount of salt on there and everybody's happy. 
but don't put nothing on there and don't put too much on there because it ruins it. It's similar to like a pretzel, like a when you when you buy a pretzel at like a sporting event and there's no salt on it. I didn't ask for bread in a in a pretzel shape. I want a pretzel. So there has to be the right amount of salt. So I know it's a petty grievance, but I just wish the people that were serving the popcorn, maybe just stick your hand in there. I'll forgive you and taste test it. If it's just a bunch of plain popcorn, no. If it makes you so thirsty, you have to grab water out of a small child's hand and and just chug, that's too much salt. So that's my petty grievance. You know, figure it out. You know, come on, people. Okay, so that makes me think of a petty grievance that I'm going to have to use next time. So you, Chris, can be thinking like, you know, last time when I said, "Ooh, that makes me think of something. Let's see if you can guess it by the time we record the next show. Yeah, In the just, meantime, I just wish you would double down because I think everyone just wants to hear what you just thought of. No, I like I like keeping people in suspense. So the breathless anticipation, you're into that. Yeah. And okay. and it will bring you back. Right, listener? You're going to come back next week just to hear about it. I get it. All right. right fine. So okay. I'll, I'll try to think about what my popcorn talk made you think about. OK, let's right. open up the mailbag. I let's actually do have. It. I actually have the mail this time. You do? We have we have a question from Dr. George Kochman. Georgie the K, one of the great people on this planet. We're blessed to know him. He says, great podcast so far. I'm really curious, though. What excites you about getting old? Not in the way of, oh, let's retire and travel more. But what are you looking forward to learning about your bodies and minds as you age? That's a really great question. I like it. Yeah, and I think and it's just, really relevant because I'm aging rapidly. You're you're aging at the exact rate that you should be aging. And you're aging gracefully, if I must say. Well, do you want me to start answering it? I would love for you to start answering it. Unless you've already forgotten your answer because you're aging so quickly. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, I think I'm lur- uh, lurking, lurking. I'm not lurking. I am oh. looking forward to learning, though. Put An those together. <laughs> <laughs> I am looking forward to caring. Well, I am just caring so much less about my outward appearance. Appearance. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> Maybe I need to figure out some talking lessons. I am enjoying caring a lot less about my outward appearance and just really enjoying showing up as me. Mm-hmm. I've always wanted to be one of those grannies that's a little spicy and not rude, but just says things that you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe she just said that because mm-hmm. it's just so real and she has the guts yeah. to say like whatever. So I, I'm leaning into that spicy granny yeah. in me. Yeah. Um. And I just feel like I wasted so much time and energy in years past of caring so much about my body shape and size and, you know, all the things. And now I'm just like, I'm just enjoying showing up yeah. as me, whatever that may be. I like that spicy granny. That's got to pay. You dividends. make that sound a little dirty. Let's not. Well, I'm just thinking it's dirty pay, granny. Come it's on. Gotta, I said spicy granny. I'm You're just like spicy gotta, granny. Well, mm. as, as the grandpa next to spicy granny. I mean, let's just, <laughs> you know, let's let's 
make sure this these twilight years are as fun as we can possibly make them. So let me just visualize what spicy granny means the way I want spicy granny to mean. Okay. I don't get any good imagery in my head. I get only good imagery. So that's a great answer. Mine's mine is similar to yours because I think as I've gotten older, I've gotten more open-minded and more welcoming and more relaxed and less abrasive, less closed-minded. I become more empathetic and I am just looking forward to that continuing. I think as I'm getting older and getting closer and closer to the inevitable finish line, and I know it's a, I'm hoping it's a ways away. I'm just hope I'm getting more and more um, welcoming and kind and, and uh, you know, grateful uh, for, for getting the chance to go as long into this trip as we've made it. And I think we've both kind of been that way. I think. Oh, totally. I just was going, I was just talking about body stuff first. Oh no, totally. I was going to get to the mind stuff in a bit, but yeah, for sure. But I think they're kind of, they're kind of connected in a way because you start really focusing on what's important and it is, you know, helping as many people as you can and laughing as much as you can and um, enjoying this as much as you can and, and hopefully uh, helping other people enjoy this, this kind of trip as much as they can as well. I think that's, you get to a point where I don't know if it's confidence or um, wisdom or what, but I think what's powering your answer is the exact same juice that's powering mine. Our answers, I think, are are like cousins. Yeah. And I think um, I think both of us are going to always find ways to challenge whatever what we can do physically or and or mentally. Mm-hmm. I think we're always reading and doing, you know, you're doing Duolingo, I'm doing crosswords, and I love logic puzzles. Like, I think that we're always going to be challenging our minds, not only in like what we're learning and just like the skill set of like, you know, memory and logic and thinking, but also, like you said, open mindedness. And yeah. Um, and I think we'll also always be challenging our bodies, like our bodies won't be able to do as much throughout the years. But yeah. we'll be able to challenge what our body can do, right? Totally. I think we're like, I think, you know, I can speak for both of us. I think that we're both looking forward to that. Yeah, no, I was, I, I like the way that you phrase that. I think what popped into my head was this idea that, you know, like the 20 year old version of me, which I 20 year old version of me, I'm, I, I like 20 year old version of me. Um, but I think there was like an attitude of like, I'm right. And I, I like the attitude now, which is kind of like, am I right? Like, I might still think I'm right, but there's that little, uh, doubt, but in a good way, because I think that's what allows you to say, like, well, maybe I am. Let's let's check. I used to tell the kids when I was uh, uh, teaching in high school, I'd say what you want is you want people to argue with you and you shouldn't be offended because it offers you the opportunity to stress test what you believe in. And maybe they poke some holes in it. And then by the end of the argument, what you believe in is a little bit stronger, a little bit more powerful. So be OK with that. And then maybe all of it, no holes get poked in. And that's great. So allow that kind of criticism, allow those kind of arguments. But I used to kind of, I think, be a little bit more super argumentative and not, uh, I didn't listen as much as I used to talk. And I think I can obviously do a better job of that going forward. But I think I'm at least better now than I was. Yeah, I'd say so. Okay. Well, that that means a lot to me if you say so, because you would know better than anybody else. There we go. Okay. Let's talk about fancies and and what's floating them 
Well, what's what's your fancy that's being floated? I'm going to go with a book because since I have been on the couch quite a bit lately, mm-hmm. I am reading Our Missing Hearts and it's so good mm-hmm. and so beautiful. Sometimes you're in a book that just feels so good and beautiful that you don't really want to finish it. Mm-hmm. So it's one of those that like, uh, I put it down and I just pause because I'm like, I'm not quite ready to rush through this one. I want to savor it a little bit, let it melt in my mouth a little bit. So yeah. about I halfway like through, it's really good. And and what's the name of it again? And who's the author? And I'm sure we'll put it up in the show notes. Uh, Our Missing Hearts. And I don't remember the author offhand, even though this is like my third book I've read of hers, but we'll we'll put it in the show notes for sure. Great. Okay. Well, I'm just going to ride the same wave you're on. Okay. So I'm reading, I'm always reading two books. Uh, the first book I'm reading that's uh, nonfiction. So I read one nonfiction and one fiction. It's called The Summer of 49. So if you're a baseball fan, it's a good one. It's about the Red Sox Yankees uh, during the 49 season. It's written by a guy named David Halberstam. Um, slightly older book, but it's really good. And then my fiction book, which is by Hugh Howey, uh, is called Wool. I think I've mentioned it before, maybe one of the podcasts, but it's kind of a big book. I think it's a three book series. It's outstanding. And what I did not know, which is really cool, is Tammy has already read it. I had absolutely no idea that she read this, which leads me to believe that maybe when I get to book two, you may read book two because Silo, which is a mini series on Max, I believe, is based on this three book series. So this could be another series we get to watch together. What do you think? Maybe. I I do have to say, though, I read Wool many years ago, so I, I'm not guaranteeing that I can remember it, so I might have to reread it. Okay, I'm one of fine. those that like fully gets into the book while I'm reading it and it's like a part of me and then I let it go and a lot of times I forget what actually happened in the book or how it ended I'm really bad at remembering endings but maybe I'll reread it we'll see yeah there have been a number of times where Tammy has started a book said it's really great then gotten a little upset because she's like I, I'm, I'm figuring out what's going to happen before it's happening And then about two thirds of the way in, she starts to question, wait, have I read this book before? No, those are two two separate things that happen. I almost always, almost always figure out the twist in a book way before I should. And very rarely does it happen, maybe like once or twice has it happened because I've read the book. Those are two very different instances. Okay, but more than once or twice, have you started reading a book and gotten at least halfway through before you've realized I've already read this. That's not happened twice. It's probably happened 10 times. No, not a chance. Come on. Okay. Well, sorry. We will agree to disagree. I mean, I think sassy granny may be losing a few marbles. Spicy gran. I think it's it's turned into sassy granny. Right. right what's on what's on deck? What's coming up for you? Well, um, we've got uh, a new Coach Bennett's newsletter, which is coming out, which I'm going to be working on tomorrow. Um, and there's a Coach Bennett's podcast, which is coming out on Thursday. Those are kind of the two main items over the next week for me. 
So it's going to be Coach Bennett's podcast and a Coach Bennett's newsletter heading your way. So subscribe. Okay. So I took a week off of my podcast last week because I was so sick. So mm-hmm. I am looking forward to getting back on the horse on that. Um, I very, very, very rarely have missed putting out an episode. So that felt mm-hmm. a little bit sad to me. Um, and then I am going away for a few days to work. So I like to take myself out of the house and into a different house to do a lot of writing. So I am going to be developing a community, an online membership community that's going to come out later this year. So I'm going to be working really, really hard in Bend, Oregon, uh, putting, you know, at least starting that process of putting it all together. So it's I'm looking forward to it, but it is going to be a lot of work. But I have fun with that. So work and pleasure combined. And this is kind of cool because usually you do this at the beach regardless of the year. So you'll go to the beach in the winter when it's blustery and cold and windy. Or you'll go in the spring sometimes when it's kind of shaky weather. And then you'll go in the summer sometimes. But it's been beach consistently. So I think it's really cool that you decided to go mountains this time. Yeah, I wanted to mix it up. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, that's... I think that's it. I think that's that's the end of them sick tips. Sick tips, you know, right? <laughs> that's it. Yes. And you sound great. I got to say, you look great. And you sound great. So I think you're coming out of this little period of, of under the weather where. Because I, I followed the tips that you that we gave, except for the soup one. Yeah, I think if you had done the soup one, we could have done this episode a week ago. Hmm. Hmm. Anyway. Thanks for being with us, listener. Come back next week. Yes, thank you so much. And we hope that you enjoyed sick tips. Yeah. All right. Anyway, (laughs) I'll edit that part out. Till next time. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Thank you for hanging out with us today. We hope you subscribe if you haven't already. And we'd love for you to give us a good rating. Remember, you can send your questions into our mailbag at the address found in the show notes. If you want to connect with us further, be sure to check out Coach Chris Bennett on Instagram at Coach Bennett, two N's, two T's. Or go to Coach Tammy Bennett's Instagram at Show Up Society. You can also hear more Tammy on the Show Up Society podcast.